Happy Sunday to all of you listening in. Today it is February the 20th, 2022. 2-20-2022. I welcome you all. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim and the Ra Group. Our dear friends, Winfrey and Teddy Brown, located in Sedona, Arizona, will be here shortly. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. A few more people joined in in the last minute. Thank you all for being here, and feel free to say your names and location. Positive greetings from Sedona. Hi, this is Raiden. Welcome, Raiden. Thank you. Hi, Raiden. Hi, CJ. Hi. And welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. Jyoti and Isapa. Welcome, Jyoti. Hi, Jyoti. Hello, hi, Jyoti. Hi. Let's see, I'm the last day of Gemini. Oh, okay. Well, then, yes. Because um, you're having a quincunx from Pluto to your sun. A what? So, it's a quincunx. It's um, New word a, a, to me. a slightly... Slightly challenging welcome. aspect. <laughs> and welcome to the next caller. Appreciate your name and location. Hi, Joy in Squim, Washington. Welcome, Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, good morning. And, it, and the next and caller, welcome. Appreciate your name and location. Hi, Terry from Dallas. Welcome, Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry from Hi. Dallas. Thank you. Hi. 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 Actually, it was something good. So no, it wasn't bad. It was well, good. Well, the moon... The moon is going to be forming a square at that time in the morning, but it moves quickly, so it's okay. Yeah, that's for you by your time, but it's like 10 yes, o'clock. Yes, by my time. It'll be different for you. It'll be, it'll be so many hours earlier, ah. your time. Okay. But I'd need no, to look at your chart on, because there'd be yeah, lots of... moons and all that other stuff, so... I, I don't even know it. I have to find my birth certificate. Yeah, you, anyway, you asked me for something. wasn't bad, though. It was something good. Uh, welcome to the next call. Happy off. Sunday. Please say your name and location. Gretchen in Arizona. Welcome, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> Hi, and the next caller, welcome. Please say your name and location. Hello. Hi, Hello, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hello, Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Uh, welcome aboard. Low in. Low in. Hi, John. Yes. Am I? Am I echoing? You're loud and clear. No echo. Okay, good. Is Terry on yet? He's not. Hello to everybody on BBS Radio, by the way. You have come into our broadcast live conference call. Um, Sunday morning with the Elohim, and we have to include the Ra group now. And um, thank you for being here. And if you have never listened to one of our calls before, we are communicating with a intelligences, not a, intelligences in the very highest dimensions of the universe. And every Sunday, we do a live 
call where we talk to them and we ask them questions on different topics. And we have explored the deepest mysteries of the universe on this call and also the deepest mysteries of life and humanness and evolution of your own soul. Did you hear that? Welcome to the next call. We say name and location. And good morning. Good morning. Ajna here. Love you guys. Good morning, Ajna. Hi, Ajna. Hi, Ajna. Hello. So my people joining, welcome. So please say name and location. This is Terry in Sedona. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. We got it. Hi, Terry. And who else? Good morning, everyone. It's Mike and Mary in Nebraska. Hi, Mary. Hey, guys. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, in any case, Good morning, welcome to the call. Please say a name and location. Hi, it's Bonnie. Welcome, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi teachers. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Good suggestion, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the suggestion? You'll see. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do now. What? Your phone is screwed up? Well, if you're listening in online to BBS Radio, this is a uh, echo. Okay. I don't know. Is this your phone line being that I just muted? Yes, it is. Hang on just a If you just joined in on PBS Radio, happy Sunday to you. Welcome to the Sunday morning gathering where we have our dear sister, Terry Brown, located in Sedona, Arizona, who's able to connect with the sources on the other side of the veil, the Council of the Elohim, and also the Ra Group. And it is win-free. Her partner that asks questions to those sources. And at this moment, we are getting the technical issues resolved to provide the proper communication over here. 
thank you all for being here. Why is it pairing? Why did you turn it into pairing? I didn't. Oh, no, no, no. All right. And every Sunday we have our healing list, which is a web page that you can go to and put your personal issues on. And during this call, we will go over the healing list. Teacher in England reads the healing list and we get feedback from our sources on the request. You can go to the healing list, the web page, go to www.indelight.intelligent-infinity.org. Lauren, we will all be coming over tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm flying over from England, especially. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Good morning, beautiful people. Joel in Chicago. Welcome, Joel. <laughs> Hi, Joel. How are you doing? Good morning. Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, I can't wait to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to well, head down to Missouri. Washington just invited everybody to come there tomorrow. We're all going there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to move to Springfield, Missouri. I want to go oh, down there. I want to be really crowded for them. Uh, I want to buy some acreage. Tired. Mm. I spent five years in Missouri, city, so I'm over it. <laughs> uh, I spent like 13 years by the lake. That was yeah. awesome. I spent like three months watching the sunflower oh. one year. That was awesome. CJ, this is Joy. I uh, just sent, just sent in. I typed up something for Lauren, so I just sent it. Oh, okay. It. Uh, oh yes, I've just seen it. Yes, it's on. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> Where's the other headset? I gave you two. Where's the other one? Where is the other headset? Van, please. Bring it in. Bring it in. Connect with the energy of Mother Earth. Good morning, Mother Earth. Gaia, Alpha, Mother Earth. 
bringing in the nu- nutrients and the and the nurturing and the nutrition. Yum yum yum. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ground, ground, ground. Calm, calm, calm. Settle, settle, settle. Connect, connect, connect. If you want, but only if you want to. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> oh. Hi, everybody. Uh, hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm having some power cuts over here very occasionally. So, hi, so if I, if I um, come off the call, All right. then you know why. I'll have to get back on. All right. So Do you have a storm going on in England? Well, we had one the last few days where we had Category 1 hurricane. Oh, <laughs> hurricane right. Wow. I know, 70 miles an hour. That wow. Really, uh, yeah, really unusual for the UK. Right. But it's blown over now. But today Good. we've got... Today we've got some residue... Potential winds coming in. And another storm is coming up, a smaller one, I believe, huh? I think so. It's kind of been on and off, but nowhere near as bad as the last couple of days. (laughs) All right. Maybe you can thank it for calming down. I'm quite glad, actually, because it's blown all the chemtrails away. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) There's always a silver lining. (laughs) Uh You know, that's one of the things that always aggravates me about the uh, environmentalists is when the environmentalists, it's like, do you not see that we're getting dumped about, you know, on a year? It's (laughs) unbelievable. Yeah. It's Here in the sky to this week. Oh. Oh, unbelievable. In Chicago. Can, it could be every day just so thick they just obliterate the sun. And you don't hear anybody about it. Not a piece. Yes. It's yes. just blind and ignorance. And some people say, I right. don't even see it at all. And I said, think of it, think of it from the logical perspective. When you're, it feels especially in a cold community. You go outside, you inhale, you exhale, you see it. I said, does that precipitation that just come out of your mouth, does it linger for six to eight hours? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, you know, condensation trail and a chemtrail are two totally different things. And it, it takes very little observing. Right. It's very little observing. Do you think the storm is Mother Earth's <laughs> way of, of um, answering our prayers with ridding the Earth of these Toxic chemicals. Reading the people of whom apply them. I mean, why is there not a digging inside there? Why are we not looking at the, who's doing it, who's funding it, who's... And, you well, know, where does it originate? Where are they produced? 
there was a whistleblower who um, came out, I think, a couple of weeks ago and was whistleblowing on that subject. And apparently the people who are doing it are um, real psychopathic individuals with no emotions. They have no family. They're just programmed to do a job. And they're high-up military people, apparently. You know, a lot of people say uh, they look at it. They look at it superstitiously. Two of the main ingredients that are in chemtrails are barium and aluminum. And if you look at their, you know, like their atomic code BA, and then AL, Bale. You know, uh, demonic. And that's mm-hmm. you know, that you you know because if you have if you're taking in these chemicals and just say you for instance if you could have got a vax and inside that vax could have a uh, nanotechnology that has self assemblers it may be able to use the barium and aluminum. I think so I think what we need what we need we need a lot more people to. Um, make an intention about this subject for um, clearing and shedding light on it. But to approach it from the the point of view of uh, what you want to see in the world and not, not focus on the problem, just focus on the solution. But your your intention is really important. So if you express a prayer or an intention for the highest highest and greatest good or um, the outcome that you want, then that is taken into consideration. But the more people that do it, the more powerful that intention becomes. I believe this whole plan is very important. Yes, it is. What do you want to say, Laura? Yeah, the intention will carry. The intention will carry the energy. Yes. Yes. And so you want to put out a um, a positive intention, focusing on um, the positive outcome that you want to see, and. A lesser focus on the negative elements of it. Otherwise, when you put out a, an intention that is framed sort of like a worry, then you, I believe, you put a block in the way of mm-hmm. the solution being manifested. You put it out as if it's already happened, but your positive result has already happened. And the measured effect of cause and effect to, you know, that kind of, you know, biblical two or more, that as people, you'll love one in a nutshell, I think it was in a place there, it said, you know, a single intention with all the energy out there. And uh, intention carries uh, carries the energy. That's a good line. But um, yes. is, is the fact that as many people that there are, there's a multiplier. 
you know, again, if you're 100, I'm 100, we're 200. Next person joins that thought process, now we're a 400. Next person draws that thought, we're yeah. at 800, and then that's 1,600, and it's, and, and it's also, So what we're doing here, I think, as a matter of 50-some people, is pretty significant <laughs> if our intentions and it's are also, for the greater good of all. That's it. Welcome, and it's also about um, honoring the free will of people. So the more people that put out the intention, the good intention, um, the Elohim and the higher sources and all the positive beings, um, they know that they're not violating your free will because you're asking. Exactly. Hello? Yes, Can you guys hear me? Yes, we hear you. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. 1022, are you ready, Rin? It is uh, February 20th, but we have a special going on. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Okay, I think we're good now. Okay. February 20th. The recording has started. Uh, this is February 20th, 2022. Lynn and Terry in Sedona. Everybody, everywhere, whole planet healing. And this is a call where we are going to be asking questions to a source in higher dimensions that have kind of become our friends over the year. Uh, hi, do you know what all that background noise is? I heard something earlier. It must be from Terry. Yeah. And um, let me just look here. Are you on the console? He's still on the phone line. Hang on. I'm just getting on the console. And if you listen in on BBS Radio, if you just joined in, happy Sunday to you. Welcome to this gathering on the Sunday morning. Then I tell you, are things getting squared away? And All right. So I have a really, really interesting topic today that I'm going to talk about. And I think we'll just start. I just want to be clear, if anyone's listening and tuning in on BBS for the first time, this is a conversation with a group soul which is actually a conglomerate of two group souls who have joined together for the purpose of this call, the Elohim group and the Ra group. And um, both of those names is how they identified themselves. And both of them, in the course of U.S. history, have been... Um, both those names have been identified as God, Okay. And they don't tell us they're God. They tell us they are in the higher aspects of the universe, 
They can interface with our realm. They have incredible understanding and wisdom about how the universe works. And that um, at one time they explained themselves, the Elohim explained themselves to be like our higher level big brothers is the best way to describe it. And that they can interface with our reality system and shift frequencies and shift geometries. So something can shift that looks like a miracle. And we on this call have experienced many of those things as a result of these calls. And they have a requisite of two, there's two principles by which they operate. One is for the highest good of all concerned, and the other is honoring free will. And, and to satisfy their honoring free will requirement, they prefer that people ask for things. And if you have made a vibrational connection with them, which people make that connection on our calls, you don't have to believe in anything. You just have to be open-minded and see if you feel a resonance. See if you feel a connection. You can't force a connection. And if you have a connection, you can't unforce it. It just is there. And so... Um, take it as your own experience to see if it's something that resonates with you. And um, many people have said about our work, it's the last stop in for a seeker, for somebody that's looking for truth. We have the most comprehensive understanding of so many subjects Plus, our sources have said they're paying attention to everyone on this line that is open to being paid attention to. And um, you may feel a vibration coming in through your chakras. Some people feel goosebumps. (laughs) Um, And some people don't feel anything. So it's not like scientific. Everyone who comes onto our call feels a connection. But it helps if you reach for it, and and if you get an inkling of it, it helps to keep coming back for at least a little bit to see if the relationship builds, okay? You know, it's kind of like going out on a date. (laughs) You may not have a connection the first time on a date, but if, if there's a connection, it'll come in if you keep coming back to it. So on that note, I'm going to call in the light. It's a, it's a calling in of their energy, and um, it's a uh, protective invocation to keep negative sources and negative energies from coming into this line. Father, Mother, God, but before I do, let me just see if I can hear Terry. Terry, are you there? Hi, it's I'm here. 
I, yeah, okay. he unmuted me. Okay, thank you. Okay. It should Father be uh, clear. Okay. Are you, are you talking through the speaker now? No, to the headset. You found the other there's some, there's some static on the, on the line when you talk. Right now, there's static? It's not no, static. She, she sounds pretty clear to me. Right. She's loud. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and any negativity um, oh, wait a second. We see the energy flowing in from Any the center negative. of the universe. What? I was going to help you. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. The bad morning. It's not a bad morning. We just I, I get anxious when we start late. Okay? And um, I really planned on starting on time. And we got screwed up. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry, myself, everyone on the line, everyone on BBS, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, and we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us, and we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? We greet you in the left side of the one infinite creator. Yes, this is Ra An. We are an aspect of the Elohim group and an aspect of the Ra group. And we have come together to be able to be in connection with your third dimensional earth and the people on it that wish to share. We are here to assist if you ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it. If, if it makes total sense, you would be able to use this of Unless it might be something that you might want to take them. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Terry. Yes. You're yes. a lot of, you're moving around. There's a lot of background noise and you're too close to the mic and we can't understand you. Okay. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We take a moment and make a better connection. We are here to assist. We come directly to you. We don't come through the telephone line. We don't come through the radio. That is where the voice comes from. 
we connect but also wish connection. And we wish to answer any questions to help you on your path and to help you with the sometimes difficult realm you have chosen to be in. Do you have questions? Uh, yes, I do. Um, and we're sounding better now. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, I have a really interesting topic today, which we have touched on a little bit at other times, but I've never gone into it in the depth that I was planning to today. And we know we're humans, and we all have a conscious mind, and we're thinking, and we're observing, and we're taking things in and putting things out. And in our conscious mind, one of the things that impacts us is our belief patterns. If we have very strong belief patterns, we tend to filter everything we take in through our belief patterns. And we can dismiss things that are very important to us, or could be important, because they impinge on our belief patterns. Now, there are a lot of other influences that impinge on our full consciousness and our full ability to be present, okay? There are thought forms. In other words, somebody can be projecting a thought form at you and it, it, it affects you, and you don't even realize oftentimes how it's affecting you. It could be a positive, it could be negative. It could be a spell, it could be a prayer, and it can still impact you. And then there are various beings independent beings that can attach themselves to you, either temporarily or permanently, that have a very strong impact on your ability to express yourself, your ability to receive others, and your ability to stay healthy even, okay? And I want to have a conversation about the various things that can impinge on a human that keep them from being totally sovereign. And is that an okay topic for today? Yes. Okay. So let, let's start off about belief patterns. That's one everyone has. And, I mean, a belief pattern could be anything from I'm for Donald Trump or I'm for Joe Biden or I believe in Jesus and, or could be, you know, um, 
society believes this, so I take on the belief pattern of society or my parents and keep it for the rest of my life. And can you address something on belief patterns and how it impinges on our sovereignty? Yes. Uh, For a very powerful individual who has a great deal of influence on the world, his belief patterns may skew the whole belief patterns of society, and if he attempts to force his belief pattern on the public in general and mandate it and whip them into a hole that he feels the human would be able to act better and be under control and have a happy life. Um, But it would not be the natural order or the way the sovereign being is, whether or not something is superimposed on him, he he cannot, because of natural order, be forced to be happy and to um, fit into some artificial mold. This is going in a direction that eliminates natural feelings, um, eliminates sovereignty, eliminates the way out, the way that is leads back to natural, given natural love, natural sovereignty, natural free will. That is how one powerful person or group of people that are powerful might wish to interfere with natural order, not knowing that they're doing it, but seeing individuals as robotic that can be forced into a mold that they really can because of natural order. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And oftentimes people take a charismatic figure, public figure, and they like them, and they adopt their belief patterns for better or for worse. And even some people listen to our calls, and they say, oh, my God, we're listening to the Elohim talking. I better believe everything they say. And um, even though you say all the time, don't believe what we say, only take what resonates, people will do that. because, And I understand it, because sometimes people are very lost in this realm, and they're up against the wall, and they find something that's loving and um, and that is supportive, and it's a group that's very supportive to each other, which is all good, but 
how can somebody, what would you comment to people that do that? There is a natural trust and individuals may fall into psychological control not knowing they have come under some psychological control in an effort to do the right thing, to be the best that they can, they may follow a psychological induced paradigm and think that this is the best way. So how does an individual know if they have chosen the best, best path? By their fruits, they shall be known. What are the fruits of the past? Uh, of the, the path that they have chosen, what are the fruits of it? Does it create connection among people or division? Does it create loving actions between people or does it create hatred? I'm right, you're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong. Uh, what is the truth of the past? And if one starts on a path that isn't working out and making more connection, more love between people, then to sit back and evaluate the details, the specific actions, the things that are recommended, um, are they working out? For you, are they working out for others? Do you have a really look at this before one puts their whole life and other behind? Okay. You know, the pattern I'm talking about is something that I have noticed in the past, even with other teachers, other spiritual teachers. And one thing that I came to in the past was oftentimes people come into a higher source of energy uh, and a, a possibility for an opening and an expansion of their consciousness into higher realities. And they come into it and they're so filled with their past track stuff that they almost have to be blind believers in order to go through a period of time where they can release enough of their stuff where they can get into a direct resonance. And, you know, Jesus... Jesus said, by your fruits you shall be known. And I have applied that to our work because, you know, at this point now, 
I am totally committed to it. But at the beginning of it, and for quite some time, I said to myself, can this be real? Can this be real? Even when I noticed a miracle or two, and I, I, I mean, I realized that we were dealing with something that was very powerful, but was it possible that I was being misled? And I had to work with it, and I, and, and I looked at the people that were coming into our calls and how they interfaced with each other and how they developed authentic rapports and how they became more loving. And so I said, it's okay for people to go through that period of time. I mean, there's people on our call right now that uh, listen to us on BBS for sometimes years before they came to the conclusion, this is real. And they evaluated it, and they tested it. And am I correct in the way that I look at that? Yes, you are. Um, yeah. When, when uh, the uh, lovingness between people, the connection between people increases the understanding, the, um, the uh, elimination of uh, difficulties and the making things easier, uh, then these are guidelines. You yourself, each individual has a right and a wrong compass and can tell when they, something is they may not know what is wrong, but when something is um, creating a disruption in the field, you might not know what. It might be external, it might be an internal belief, a way that an individual has um, reacted over lifetime because they believe that this would help um, them. Um, to handle difficulties, but then maybe different circumstances are different and require different um, actions, different responses. Um, like, for instance, say uh, if one finds themselves afraid, so what is the cause of this? Uh, something in their past, something in their environment, something in the way they're looking at something and responding to it. Uh, maybe it might even be a, a good response. Let, let's say you have uh, <clears throat> a gentleman and he has gotten a relationship with somebody and um, she is a, a beautiful blonde and, and with a horrible temper, and that didn't work out. And so he gets another girlfriend. And let's say she's got light brown hair, and she's very graceful, uh, but she's uh, totally uh, off the wall in front of her. Well, that did a work out. And so then he, uh, another relationship comes along and he says, nothing, 
know, I've already tried this. This just isn't out. Well, that might be the time that it does work out. Um, so, um, taking a look at the individual circumstances, they may not be the thing or require the same response as something else. And, um, if something keeps coming up and, uh, like, uh, say one has a funny response to, to certain, to certain things that wouldn't ordinarily or shouldn't make a funny response. What is the cause of that? Is it something in the environment, something in the other person? There's something that they ran into, an anomaly that they ran into on the track uh, on their past life, and um, like they were, say, hit by a bus and that went off the trolley. And now every time they see a bus, it's in sight, and every time they see a bus, oh, my God, it's going to go off the rails. It's going to come up the sidewalk. And uh, if um, they can be nervous about it, they can really watch buses, but uh, their reaction may be out of proportion based upon this odd thing that happens in their past life. Uh, and when these types of things are clear, these strange reactions are the clue. And when they can be cleared, uh, and, and then, uh, and we know this applies to certain people this when the anomaly that happened, say, one time in the past is cleared, uh, then, um, it still may uh, produce a little nervousness in the area, but then um, they can proceed forward once the original incident is cleared and understood and then um, become comfortable with and then let go of. Uh, it, it, and it's not going to be lurking in the past to suddenly confront them uh, and overtake them in the future as they have handled that particular disruption in their field. When the audio is... Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just going to deal with that. Kerry... Terry, your audio is terrible. Terrible. Are you on a headset? I am on a headset. They're uh, on a static. I'm. I don't know why. Right uh, now, right now it's I good. Go too much. All right. What did you just All do? Right. What did you just do? Well, I just try. I'm trying to. Just stabilize the headset a couple of inches from my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, okay, this is Jerry. Sometimes when I'm, I'm in a trance and I'm not paying attention to the particulars in my surroundings. Is this better now? Much better. All right, I will try to keep it at that. 
I'm going to try something here. Just a moment. No, I think it's good though. It is, but here, hang on. This test has worked uh, in the past very well. Okay. Terry? Yes. Okay. So don't move, okay? Right. Because every every move screws things up. Okay? Right. Okay. Thank you Did very, you get very much. What I said. Did you get did you I got it. I, I I got it, but I have to work really hard to concentrate. Right? When when you were doing that. Hang on a second. Can you hear me? Hello? I can hear you. Yeah. You can can hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Terry, say something. Hello, Terry. I guess she dropped out. We were getting quite an echo from her on the last transmission. No, I know. I was hearing it, too. (laughs) Terry, you're off. Hello? Can you hear me now? No. I guess it's hung up for you. It did hang up, yes. The phone line has disappeared. Yeah, I said it hung up, okay. Can you do VOIP? Yeah. Okay, she should be connecting now. Hello? Okay, we we hear you. We hear you. Okay? Hi. Okay. All right. Let's let's get back into the zone. And do do a sound check. Can you say something? Hello, can you hear me now? It sounds kind of far away. You're not, you're not as loud as you were before. Pardon? Yes, this I'm is good. Is this is good. That's better. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, we reconnect. Um, this is just the other end of the world group. We are reconnecting. We were slaves with the interference. Um, did you have questions about anything that was said? We want clarification. 
No, that was, for me, it was pretty clear. And, I mean, if I was going to repeat it, you, you were agreeing with me on this idea. that sometimes people have to be uh, believers before they have a direct experience. Because they have to get their lower track out of the way and get above it to um, get it directly. One should always keep a visual, even after things have been going right, to have things make sure they keep on going right and that a negative source hasn't taken over the line. As the Orion group seeks to find positive lines and come in and uh, gradually convert them into uh, their under the under their control. So the find mm-hmm. keep a vigil and always when you uh, when you get uh, better at this you can tune to the sources and know that they get to recognize the vibrational frequencies that let you know you are in direct contact. Mm-hmm. You know, when we have a breakdown of on a technical level, like we kind of just had with um, Terry's communication, and there are times when I'm talking to somebody and I, on the phone, and I come to something really important that I'm talking with them about. The phone line goes dead. Is that an, a negative yes. interference? Yes. Okay. It is a function of the phone line that when the energy gets too high, it overloads the circuitry and it hangs up. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a, a negative intelligence doing it. No, it is a defect in the equipment to the, the uh, telephone company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, getting on with my topic. And we're talking about the things that interfere with one um, that keep them from being sovereign. Okay. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is negative attachments or what Terry calls... We would like to make a comment uh, on uh, the first thing that you said. Um, Things that uh, may interfere with... Somebody's somebody's path. When we could make a generalized statement saying that when an individual loses their free will and they start being something, they take on something 
that is of another nature, is not natural to them, is not something they would choose in their free will. Um, now, they can have free will to um, allow somebody else who has a totally different opinion on something to have their own opinion. Um, but when they actually start believing something that is not natural for them to believe and doesn't seem right, and it seems like it's not working out, uh, and they take on some aspect into their own beingness, it is not true to their nature, then this is the beginning of problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. So the best the best approach is to be open to hear it but be very discerning. Yes. Yes. And not, and not to just adopt something because someone else says it. Like if somebody says... Yes, and this is very hard in your density uh, choice of choice because when you are a baby, you are totally reliant upon your parents. So if your parents are doing something adverse, you naturally could assume that they had your best interest in heart, and perhaps it wasn't, but the individual can get the wrong opinion based upon the fact that they are totally, completely dependent upon their parents at the start. And, 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 and a baby does not have discernment at that point. Um, they are they reviewing think. the things, the environment around them, and if the parent might beat them or spank them, the, the parent is the one in charge, and God, they are dependent, totally dependent upon the parent. So the child could assume that they deserve it, and they might not and I mean, an even worse case is if if you have parents that are abusing you when you're young, and you have they no. They might assume that this is the way the God that my parents has taught me, and this is the way to be. Yes. So it's then they have to get over that as they get older and release it. They have shame, and they have, you know. And they, they, they have uh, the see the view of others, and they may have this big conflict. It's like, what, what's going on? It's like, how come I have this huge shame? I'm, I'm left, like society says I'm not a good person, and so I have to withhold everything. Or my parents say I'm not a good person, and so, you know, and, and they kind of take on that, and um, it doesn't uh, make the best life for them. Or an- another example is a person that has a natural inclination 
to be attracted to people of the same sex. It could be because they had a previous life as a man and they came back as a woman or vice versa. And society can be that. Yes. And society has this great judgment. It's not so much now, but in the past, there was a judgment against homosexuals. It was unnatural. And so then a person who is naturally a homosexual would feel shame and guilt over that because they've adopted the belief pattern of society. Yes. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the things that can help is uh, individuals understood major things like natural things, like that emotions are not bad. They are a tremendous help and a guide. It, where the emotions um, seem stuck in a certain direction, there are reasons for that. Guidelines. Mm-hmm. Something in the past needs to be ha- uh, looked at, and this horrendous, uh, maybe injustice that was done in the past needs to be cleared so that they don't carry it into the future where the environment isn't that way. And um, there can be uh, an immense uh, healing occur uh, by taking into account one's emotions and seeing are they appropriate, do they apply to the current circumstances. And if they apply to the current circumstances, what is it in the environment that needs to be looked at and straightened out or, or avoided or moved away from or handled in some way? You know, something I've always been curious about was in ancient Greece, there was the idea that a man would then take on a young, a young, a young person and have a male-to-male relationship with them. Yes, with and the idea that the the senior would be able to teach. Um, the ways of sexuality and love and nurturing uh, to the child, to the man, did that, and to man. Did that have a negative impact on the child when he grew up, since it was part of the belief system of the culture? The individual came into each to that lifetime back then as they come into their lifetime now with pasts. Uh, and uh, so it would totally depend upon the individual if they not have a bad effect. Or uh, it's possible the senior may not have really the best interest of the child at heart. And uh, so there's all kinds of uh, different ways that this could play out. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, if a person had in their past track the idea that I want a successful relationship with a woman and I want to be married, then they may find it somewhat abhorrent to be in this kind of 
relationship with a man when they're growing up? Yes, there were certain freaks that found mm-hmm. that relationship abhorrent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how about when we're going to go into another thing that influences people? When they have attachments, and it's my understanding that there are millions or, or billions of beings floating around in the astral that, uh, that could be because they were disconnected in some kind of trauma and they couldn't find a body to occupy or they were not able to find a bo- body or they were fragmented souls that weren't eligible for a body, can a being like that attach themselves to a human and then become an unconscious influence on that human's activities and choices? There's usually some trauma that people suffer that confuses their identity. Um, Mm -hmm. Remember that when a woman gets pregnant, they share the body and soul of the child with their own countenance of well, the child develops. Often the soul doesn't come in until the child is born, however, and sometimes some soul is so has been used to occupy such a expanse of space, then uh, they would be standoffish uh, until mm-hmm. the child was born and, and then the child was growing um, and it, they would uh, have a reaching withdrawal to gradually uh, learn how to operate the body. Um, the, you're, um, talking, you're, talking, yeah. you're talking about the, the principal soul that's coming to occupy a body, right? Because the principal soul um, of the individual <coughs> that um, comes and occupies the body. Mm-hmm. And An attachment may uh, have been in some traumatic incident uh, and shared it with another soul of person and uh, gotten very confused about uh, their identity. And we named the people of uh, Maldad, for example, when the atomic bombs went off, the individual became so confused that uh, they were unable to occupy bodies for quite a while and just were a tangled mass of, we don't know what's going on, a tangled mass of confusion. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Terry's, Terry's audio has gotten worse from the time we said it. It's like there's a little echo there. It's not as bad as it was. Um, is the mic further from her mouth now? 
Well, okay. I'll, uh, I'll attempt to adjust it. This is Terry. Okay, is this better? Um, I'm not sure yet. Um, okay. You're not on the speaker. Yeah, it, the it's speaker like this phone, is Terry. Right? I, I am, no, I am having trouble. Uh, you know, when I channel, uh, I'm not paying attention to my surroundings, my granny thing. And not, I don't have attention uh, it, it, on that. It, 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 it's better. It's better right now. Okay. All right. So, try to hold it in that position. Okay. All right. All right. Now, if an attachment comes in, can it come in at any point in your life, or does it? Can it? Does it go from one? Does it go from one lifetime to the next and stay attached? If it's a confusion of identity, it will go from one lifetime to another. Mm-hmm. And will it come in, like I've heard, for example, that sometimes people will go into bars and that there's supposed to be a lot of free-floating um, uh, uh, souls hanging or segmented souls hanging around in a bar environment. And when people get drunk, they're they're more vulnerable to being occupied. Yes, when an in, when an individual gets drunk, they lose uh, some of the control, they give up some of the control of their body and of their life, of their surroundings. But depending upon how drunk they get and the uh, they become more vulnerable to another. Uh, a walk and say, come along and say, okay, well, here's somebody that's not in control of his own senses, so I'll just take it over. And that is called mm-hmm. a walk-in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's different from what I'm talking about, though. Um, I'm talking about these fragmented traumatic souls that end up being attached to someone's body, would they come in in a bar environment as well, potentially? The person uh, in a bar and drinking may end up being vulnerable to uh, some other entity or other um, influencing him. Mm-hmm. And does he also becomes vulnerable to the uh, intentions of other people, uh, you know, other just people that sit next to him. He becomes more vulnerable to their influence. Just the thought forms, right? Just what? They become vulnerable even to their thought their thought forms. Yes. Yes. And um, I I didn't mention walk-ins, and that's I think a walk-in is different than um, a fragmented soul attaching themselves to you. A walk-in. I mean, I remember reading the idea of a fragmented soul. Um, 
or, or, or a, tra- a traumatized soul. Should we call it that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, different from a traumatized soul. In other words, a walk-in is a fully conscious um, entity at a soul level. And, I mean, one of the things I read is sometimes people think they're, they're ready to die and they want to die. And when they think that, they can open themselves up to a walk-in who says, I'll, I'll, I'll take this body. And the person voluntary, voluntarily relinquishes it. Is that We have a good example of, yes, we have a good example that will show you what happens. Uh, there was a young girl, teenager, and uh, she liked to hang out with the major uh, rock stars. And one day she was hanging out with a rock group, and uh, she had a stroke. And she went totally unconscious, and she was taken to the hospital. And she spent more than a year just on life support in the hospital. And then what happened was a walk-in came along and uh, took over her body. Um, and, and the body was operational. It's like the being that was in it the, uh, after the stroke decided that she didn't want to really be responsible for that body anymore, so she's just uh, kind of hanging out, uh, and the body was unconscious. So this walk-in came in, very strong, beautiful walk-in, uh, got the body up, uh, got walked it out of the hospital in its nightgown, and um, walked it with, with the, uh, some of the apparatus attached to walked across London to a Chinese hospital and walked it in to the Chinese hospital and the Chinese uh, hospital staff uh, welcomed it and, and uh, saw the, the, what hospital it had come from and called up the other hospital and said, we have your patient here. The, the patient just walked in. And uh, we'd like to treat the patient. So they put, so the Chinese hospital staff treated this patient, and the walk-in totally recovered the body. And so the walk-in was uh, even went back to uh, he had body memory of the family and went back to the family, and and the family was going on. <laughs> It's like, you aren't the same. We don't really know you. Uh, and so the walking was trying to get acquainted with uh, the family and the friends. And um, the, the Suzanne was the original person, was still there. And every now and then, Suzanne would poke her head out and say, hello, everybody. Hey, hello. I just don't... I, just can't handle this life in me, and so I'm just hanging out here, and uh, I I appreciate uh, this other person handling everything because uh, I just uh, <laughs> I'm just resting here, and uh, so that's an example of a walk-in. 
No, when that body actually dies, what will happen? Will we walk in, stay with it, or will it go off? Well, if the body dies, then uh, different things could happen uh, through there and could go off and, and reincarnate, and the walk-in can go off. Hello? Yeah. Did the sound get bad again? No, no, you're okay. Okay. So when the body dies, the two souls are essentially on their own. And uh, they may not incarnate in the same body in the future, or they may have two separate bodies. Oh, they may the not, or they might. It's, it's, yeah. it's an individual thing. Yes. Okay. And um, we, we the, kind of the, hesitate to say you're on your own because. You have angelic uh, angels and guides watching over uh, the death process, and the, the the angels can decide to come in and uh, guide you uh, to heaven and and uh, help you out in in the transition. Mm-hmm. But they would deal with each of those souls totally individually. Okay. Yes. Or the individual, like when the body transitions, they may not want to go uh, back home. For instance, we uh, remind you of the very funny uh, uh, comedian who's, uh, who Terry asked, uh, can we take you to heaven? And uh, the comedian said, no, no, no. Uh, I, I would be bored with the harp music, and I would not, uh, I would not be able to tell my jokes over there because they would be, they would censor my jokes. So I would rather stay in, in where I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. An individual like you know. that uh, would probably reincarnate directly without uh, transitioning. Now, to the best of my memory, it seems like in the raw material, they said that Abraham Lincoln was a walk-in. Yes. Is my my memory correct? Yes. So well, your memory is correct. Now the question is, was he walking or was he wasn't? You know, I mean, the, the, the word on the street is that he was a walking. Mm-hmm. So did did the original soul of Abe leave, or were they both there together? We really do not wish to go into his personal life. We okay. know the answer, but we don't wish to at that time. It's it's like very often uh, the other individual has a reason to leave and actually leave. Mm-hmm. Well, could I ask this question? Um, at what point did, did the walk-in come in? And was Abe... The original Abe uh, um, 
cooperative with that idea? We don't wish to pursue this idea at this time. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. Just that he was a walk-in. And... Um, Does, do reptilian souls ever force their way into a body to take it over since they would, that would be their inclination to do that? Um, they, they, uh, they can attempt to do that and, uh, they, they 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 take over a body and it, it, uh, a body and soul. They may take it over and create habit in the person's life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I want to go to the, the the next thing, which was the fragmented souls. No, or what's the word? You don't want to call them fragmented souls. The souls that have been damaged through trauma, okay? And yes. Perhaps you could call them fragmented in that they have lost part of their soul uh, structure. Uh, it uh, helps them to orient and uh, know where they are. It's like some of this can be burned off by the atomic energy. I call them fragmented because I had the idea, particularly a nuclear explosion, was a multidimensional explosion. It, hit, it hits not just on the physical. So aspects of the soul that were in other dimensions... They can be burned off. They would be separated from... Yes, it is more like they, <laughs> certain aspects of the soul that helps the soul uh, uh, be operational are burned off, but it doesn't mean that uh, the individual is broken into pieces. Okay. An individual who had that happen could still reclaim themselves. Yes. They could I mean, gradually gain confidence. One of the problems that happens during that is that everything explodes into everything in the surroundings. And mm-hmm. the individual world is connected with his body that is hitting other, expanding and exploding into other aspects and things. Uh, in the initial phases that he is destroying, uh, willfully destroying because he feels that he's in control, although he is not in control. He feels he is willfully destroying uh, those uh, people and those uh, physical things. He's willfully destroying it uh, because he doesn't distinguish that his body is being made to explode into other factors, and so he carries this trauma that uh, that he is a destructive being. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Um, when a I keep on one question that came in shamans some people who are shamans or healers talk about soul retrieval and um, is there such a thing that somebody can actually do which is soul retrieval and is that a thing where a soul that might have been fragmented and is stuck in another dimension is brought back into the host soul and completing it. You would need to look up what they are referring to and the definition, or you could call it that. Okay, I'll look it up. They would have their own individual meaning. We would like to move to the whole planet, uh, to to the healing list at this time. Okay. Next next week, we will go into uh, part two of this talk, which will include these souls that have gone through traumas that attach themselves to people. And uh, just one question about that before we close it, and that is, how common is that? Is that is, is it true that we live in a world where there's billions or multi-millions of those um, souls that are... are if we pointed that, out Maldek, every single person on Maldek suffered that outcome. Every single person so, you know. So is that common? I mean, it is... Uh, Very common. Perhaps unfortunate uh, that somebody was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or mm-hmm. it could have been that they were perpetrating a negativity that opened the whole planet up to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, we'll go into that deeper next week, if that's okay. Is that okay with you? Uh, talk about it in between the weeks. Okay, we'll do. And on that note, do you have any closing comment on the topic today? We said love and connection to each and every person here, and uh, we look forward to the healing. Thank you. And is Sita there? I am here. How many people are on the list today? Uh, About 14. All right. Now, you know, one of the things we've said in the past Seventeen in the meantime. Pardon me. Seventeen in the meantime. Seventeen. Okay. Okay. Um, One of the things we've said in the past is that some of you, when you put things on the healing list, you go through 
a whole bunch of people, okay? And and we don't have time to do it and to read these things that are like two paragraphs long. And might I suggest that you might say, there's a number of people in my mind that I care about that I'd like to put in the list. And just let them read your mind and and let it go out that way instead of having to go through each person and what's wrong with them, et cetera, et cetera. Let me ask our sources. Is that an effective way of approaching it? Well, first of all, we would like to cut off the, at, at the start of the uh, healing list, we would like to cut it off from new inquiries. Right. Okay. So you've got to, you've got to put your inquiry in. But how, uh, how about my question? Did you, did you get my question? What is your question? The question it is always good for them to think of, of the people that they wish to heal. That energy goes out to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, your question is your question, and we prefer... Um, like uh, one of maybe two items in your question uh, because we actually go into the space of the people and it is uh, quite um, hard for the instrument to uh, go here and then go there and here and there and here and there. Right. Uh, and I and we we contact people. Okay. Okay. We are ready to well, start. Yeah, I just wanted to ask that question because, you know, on one hand, it's a dilemma because people really care about other people, and and on the other hand, we are in the human level of human time. And Terry and I give a huge amount of our time for this work every week. It is not the time. It is the uh, the actual contact with uh, the people. Uh, it takes a great deal of concentration uh, to contact the person that is mentioned through the vibrational complex of the individual who is putting it in there. And it is in different locations, different people, different soul complexes uh, to contact and uh, to uh, work with. So we prefer to choose one or maybe two of the most priority so perhaps, CJ, if you go through the list today, you could do that, okay? Yes, okay. All right. And and we're not taking any more new things on the healing list now, according to our sources of request. And, and we're going to run over 
it's like, what time is it? The time is, uh, we have officially like 20 minutes left. And maybe, maybe we'll finish, but I don't think so. Usually, and if you're on BBS, we're just going to go and continue on our conference line with the list, and we'll cut off. But I, we try to remember to say goodbye to you, but if we forget, we love you, and we thank you very much for listening, and I hope we'll come back. Um, hope you found this interesting. You know, this was kind of an unusual topic today. <laughs> Believe it or not, even after all these years, We've never gone into this particular topic. We've gone into so many different topics, but we're dealing with understanding the universe, and we are never going to run out of topics. And on that note, I'm going to turn it over to Sita. Thank you. I'd like to ask for the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list a subject of the healing list, listening to the call, listening to the replay, or reading a transcript. Bonnie Penners from Corona, California. Love light to family and friends on the other side. Love light and blessings to Alan... Evan, um, Jackie, Brian, Travis, and Landon. Love, light, and blessings and balancing of energy centers for myself. Love light to whole planet healing and strength of connection between one another and our beloved sources. Love light, gratitude and blessings to the Elohim, Ra group and all those connected with our group. Thank you. Thank you. It is our to send love light to ourselves. <laughs> Thank you. And we send strong connections as you are more and more capable of connecting strength to those on the other side and those you love. Thank you. Thank you. Edna from Snohomish. Thank you, beautiful sources, for all the connection and support. I would like to continue to put Eric for complete healing into the light. In addition, I'd like to put my Aunt Vera, who has passed into the light, and I am trying to help her to be able to connect with her husband and her son, who is on the other side, as well and also put her into connection with the angels. Thank you and much love, Edna. Thank you. Thank you. Since you put her in the light previously and we connected with her and we worked with her, she is doing better and she is calmer. 
and she enjoys the connection and she senses that she is being recognized. Uh, her uh, biggest disruption was that she couldn't communicate. And so the uh, putting her in the light is a communication and uh, it makes her calmer and um, more uh, available to be working. Thank you. Thank you. Heis from Los Molinos. I ask for support for the truckers in Canada, their intention, and for other truckers throughout the world with similar intentions. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. As the truckers are the source of their energy and their uh, aberration uh, and uh, their their own selves and the uh, the provider of well-being for those around us, we send strength to that to each and every one of those. Thank you. Thank you. Roger from Austin, Texas. I took into my home several years ago my ex-wife, Sylvia, after she lost her source of income. I am her sole supporter. Her only income is a small monthly SS check. Over the last two years, she has had problems with short-term memory, which is progressively worsening to the point where it is creating daily conflicts as she is in denial of the problem. I have tried to help with various nutritional supplements, but nothing seems to help. I ask for the love light to be with her, plus any guidance that sources can provide for her situation. We are both over 80 years of age and both spent the whole month of January dealing with Omicron successfully. Blessings to all and thank you. Thank you. Um, mind exercises. The exercise of the mind. Talking to her. If there are some puzzles or some uh, mental exercise she could, she likes to do some uh, working out of some uh, Mental exercise, uh, mathematics, additions, uh, um, these, it, the mind is like a muscle. When it is used, uh, it will get uh, stronger. If it is not used, uh, it can lose strength. Thank you. Thank you. Terry LaBarbera from Dallas, Texas. Please put Texas primaries in the light. March the 1st, 2022 is a final day to vote. Now is our time to put new people in the race to weed out the ineffective ones. There's the invasion at our borders 
human trafficking, election fraud, personal freedoms, and so much more at stake, which affects the whole nation. I'm asking for leaders who will represent us better in our correction of these issues. I'm also asking for more truth and wisdom getting to the voters. Please intervene, if you can, to bring integrity to our elections for the greater good of all. Thank you. Thank you. We ask for transparency, that the true motivation of the unborn politician may shine forth and be understood and discerned and voted on. Thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please help people in positions of power to become positive, service to others, honor the law of one, and have integrity, ethics, wisdom, and courage so that they will adopt the Christ consciousness, honor truth, justice, and freedom for the American people and worldwide. I ask that the global economy will improve. Please surround cryptocurrencies in the love light for privacy for worldwide adoption and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. Thank you. Thank you. The uh, strong and um, uh, leaders that uh, wish to uh, best for people and uh, the um, revision of the monetary system and uh, the advent of uh, useful cryptocurrencies go together. So um, you may be able to discern which leaders are responsible for uh, things that uh, are going wrong, like mandates, where individuals are fined for not taking decisions. Um, you can determine uh, by countries that have mandated the uh, vaccine and are having the, the, the problem with allowing free will of the people, uh, those leaders are ones that are not uh, leading in the direction of the best law. So you can determine their names and who they are by the individual problems in the individual countries. Uh, and we put a shift, the energy for a shift of the uh, events uh, and the advancement of freedom to all things. 
Thank you. Sija is putting Kathy in England into the love light. Please put Kathy, who is a friend of the family, into the love light, and thank you for the healing of her body, which is expressing pain in various areas. Thank you for any feedback that you can give. Thank you. We'd put around her the the fourth, the she can uh, determine what was both of this, and that she can uh, find correction. Thank you. Thank you. Terry, just have a quick check of your microphone as you're becoming very distorted. Oh. Hello? All right. How's that? That's better. Yes, much better. Okay. Okay, we'll go to the next one. Not, not too many more to go. Michael from, this is Michael Adler from San Diego. Somebody's put in Michael Adler into the love light. Please put Michael Adler into the light for healing. I have had a severe case of vertigo for the last few days. And please comment if this is coming from an overtaxed spleen or what is the source of this. I understand this is not medical advice. Thank you. What's that question from Michael? Michael has had a severe case of vertigo for the last few days. And he's asking for you to comment if this is coming from an overtaxed spleen or what is the source of, of it. And he understands that it's not medical advice. Thank you. Yes. Just a moment. We're looking. There is a solidarity within the body. She, the connection of the vision and uh, the organs, getting them into sync. We work with that. What is the source? Um, we take a look and um, we might suggest uh, some of the alternative methods of um, treatment uh, of parasites and um, 
shedding uh, pickup pick of shedding from others, I namely uh, take a look at Ivervectin. Thank you. Could I, I want to inter, interface, uh, uh, interject a question here. Some yes. people have said that vertigo or dizziness is connected with the projection of energies from negative sources in other realms. Is that true? Uh, that can be true where a strong interference can uh, divert focus. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Okay, CJ, take it over. Thank you. Joe from New Mexico. Joe from New Mexico. I would like to ask for healing assistance and protection for my mother as she is going through a big healing effort right now. Assistance for my cats, Tiny and Tony. And assistance for myself in achieving the highest, greatest good as well as help for all of my prayers with focus on world peace and mitigation and healing of root causes of tremors, volcanoes and temperature imbalances with assistance and protection for Florida. Thank you. We have a question for Joban about the status of Tiny and the other cat. If Joven can unmute. Joe, can you unmute? Star six. Yes, I think this finally worked. Um, I uh, do not have uh, any uh, a better status other than what I believe to be uh, that uh, Tiny has died uh, uh, a while ago, uh, and the um, uh, Tony is uh, wounded and uh, dying somewhere lying in the ground in uh, uh, ten degree weather, which is quite uh, uh, disturbing. If this is uh, uh, correct, that's all I have. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is what we feel that this is accurate, and they are not feeling any pain, and uh, they are in a sort of a cocoon of um, uh, research for the word, uh, a cocoon of uh, feeling pretty good. Thank you. Thank you so you much. Uh, feeling pretty good is uh, is possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you, Joe. Feature from England. Thank you, our sources and Mother Earth, for healing the land surrounding encompassing San Andreas Fault in Southern California and all other areas that need it. Thank you for helping the lawyers and judges uphold truth and justice and for the successful outcomes for those who are seeking legal redress. And thank you for the loving energy 
surrounding, healing and protecting the children. Thank you very much with love. Thank you. Yes. Um, he, uh, concerning the status of people are seeking redress, uh, there are people seeking redress. Uh, we see that uh, many attorneys have put their heads together and are presenting the evidence uh, on uh, Odyssey uh, grand jury findings. Uh, so that would be online Odyssey grand jury day one day two, day three, day four, and so forth. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Joy? Uh, listen, I, I, I just want to say, uh, I want to say goodbye to everyone on BBS. And if you're interested in finding out more information about our work, go to thespiritchannel.net. We have a couple thousand of our sessions in the archives there. And we have the phone numbers to all of our conference calls. Um, Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, we have a call at 6 p.m. Sunday and Wednesday, um, we have... Uh, live sessions like this one. And um, and then we have Whole Planet Healing every day at 7 p.m. Pacific. And we don't do live channelings on there, but we have a great energy on that call. And people come to it, tend to get out of there. Uh, if you're going through heavy stuff, feeling... Like, what's going on? I'm scared of the world. Uh, coming to that call can help lift the vibration as well as contribute your energy to positive outcomes for planet Earth. And thank you for listening, and I'll turn it back to Sija. Thank you, Joy. 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 Thank you, Joy.